we go loopy light. Here we go loopy loo. All on a Saturday night. Hello, this is Luby here again with Luby's Lullaby. I hope you liked the little intro just now. Anyway, I just want to uh, finalise my podcast about um, Early One Morning by Virginia Wade, just by summing up a little bit about the book. Um, I've told you about uh, the main character and how she um, takes under her wing um, at a very traumatic moment of time in 1943 when Rome's Jewish ghetto were being rounded up, put onto trains. She finds and spots a family and for whatever reason she makes this sudden decision to say that it's her nephew, the little boy, that's amongst the family being taken away, amongst many of the families being taken away. So she decides that's what she's going to do. She makes this leap into the unknown. It's all very traumatic and becomes very problematic for her. Um, but there are um, many areas of this book that make it very interesting. It's not just a book about the Holocaust, although obviously this is uh, primarily the reason for the novel itself. But there is an extra layer to the novel because in 1973, Chiara, she learns that Daniele, who is the boy, has actually a daughter that he never knew. And this is a young girl called Maria, who is 15, 16 years of age, a young girl in England, in Wales. And she discovers um, through an argument with her parents um, that her father is not really her father at all. And she delves into it more and more and she finds a letter. And the letter describes some of the reason why she is in this situation and why she suddenly feels that she needs to go back and find her real true father, who is the Italian, of course, Daniele, who has been rescued from um, from going to the ghetto, from going to the um, concentration camp. Sorry. So the catalyst is Maria, this young girl. And really, it's the rescue that is um so important and also what happens after because he's a very troubled young person and he brings all his problems into Chiara's life and it is almost impossible to continue their relationship so somewhere along the line we know that Chiara is left on her own her own sister is very ill and has a mental illness and we get to find out about that. We then find out that Daniele has his own problems and he also disappears. And for many, many years, Chiara is left on her own in a very lonely lifestyle in what was um, a beautiful apartment, became very constricted because she had debts and she had to pay back and it became much smaller than it was. So she had her own issues to deal with apart from what went on in the past. And the whole book really goes into all of the things about um, uh, situations, relationships, um, maturity, uh, the prospect of, of what goes on later in life, becoming aware of yourself and, generally speaking, is a very poignant tale. So it's a before and after story that's more about adoption, coming of age when you don't know who you are and adapting to motherhood. It's about choices, lots of choices made that could not have been made, might not have been made, inevitabilities, regrets and a love that endures. 
it's very sad. I have to say it is very sad. Um, however, I'm not going to tell you more than that, other than a little bit about the author, who is Virginia Bailey, who is English. She was brought up in uh, Cardiff and she also worked and lived in London and Italy in um in Italy. She has a great affinity with the Italian way of life, which is a lot to do with this book itself, but also in Africa because she lives, lived there as well. She was a great traveller and has taught languages, Italian and French and English, to other speakers. And um, she is a very interesting author because she brings everything together from all her travels and her experiences into the different flavours, concepts, colours, um, vivacity, everything within the books is to do with her experiences. So that's a little about Virginia Bailey. She's written three books. Uh, the first one was Africa Junction, which won an award, uh, an author's award in 2012. She then wrote this book early one morning, and then she's written a subsequent book called The Fourth Shore. Now, I'm going to be reviewing and just discussing other books during the wartime that were written uh, about the wartime, uh, but they're not necessarily tied in together. They're all completely separate and they bring different aspects of what happened during the wartime years and how people dealt with their existences then. And there are a couple I've read that are really quite fascinating and draw on different experiences by different people. So let me talk about that in a separate podcast. But for today, I hope you've enjoyed reading or listening to some of my reading experience myself. And I look forward to speaking to you again very soon. Thank you.